Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. Do you sometimes feel frozen in place? In a state of what we like to call analysis paralysis. You have been taking in the information, you have been doing the research, you have been watching the YouTube videos, waiting for that perfect inspiration to go, and yet you're not even sure where to go next. This is completely common, and the solution may be simpler than you think. Keep listening to find out what I mean. First up, though, we want to welcome you to join us over in our free community, The Thriving Mompreneurs, where you can stay connected with us, but we also want you to connect with more powerhouse business and family-minded women. So hop on over to the link in the show notes to join us there and check out the resources that we have for you there. Today, we want to talk about the elephant in the room, how easy it is to avoid doing the thing when you spend all your time researching and learning about it. You know what I mean? When we are learning something new, we often feel like we are moving forward, but the truth is we are stuck in a state of avoidance. Avoiding the hard work or the intentional work it takes to get started by focusing on learning more and more. Yeah, I can really relate to this topic a lot because, and that, and that's really like the first thing I wanted to talk about today. And the reason I was excited about this episode is <laughs> like, here's the thing. It is not just you. It is all of us. Everyone does it. <laughs> you know Guilty. what I mean? Yeah, it can feel really over, like it's both overwhelming and exciting, right? To start something new. And mm-hmm. it's really common to get really in the weeds on a new topic, right? You're like, oh, I'm learning this new thing. It's so cool. And you're going and you're going and you're going. And before you know it, you're like, I've been learning this new thing for six months and I haven't done one thing with it, you know? Um, So I just want to first, before we like dive into everything, you know, just encourage the listener, like, don't beat yourself up. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a time to like make yourself feel bad. It's about it. It's about giving yourself the space to learn, but then you just have to start. You just have to begin. We've talked about it before. Messy action is totally where it's at. All the good Mm -hmm. things happen in the messy action because there's so much learning to happen in the mistakes too, you know? Yeah. Well, and I also think too, that it's, it's 
something that you're going to work your way out of and then find yourself back in again, because it's, it happens at every level of growth. So kind of like what Casey said, I want this, this episode to empower you because really it means you're in a state of transition. It means you're trying to grow. And so what a lot of us do when we're trying to grow is we fall back. We're like, okay, how can I take in as much information? And we're like grabbing up things in the air to be like, to be the most prepared we possibly can be. And I think that's human nature is like the preparation of things. And there is, you know, there's a time and a place for that. But we just want to encourage you that there's also arguably more of a space for you to execute on what you already do know, because this information might refine some things for you. But if you are in a place of serving or, you know, selling a product or whatever it is that you do in your business, or even at home, you have what you need as you are. You just sometimes need a little bit of information to refine, like I said, but you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think something that popped into my head while you were talking is, is that in all the learning, 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 and refining, refining, refining before you take action, really, when you think about it, you're you're really trying to make it perfect. You're trying to avoid mm-hmm. the mistake, right? And yep. that's the whole reason that you're doing it. It's it's subconscious though. You know what I mean? Like you don't really even know that's what you're doing. But at the end of the day, like I said before, the mistakes are actually where the gold is because Mm -hmm. until you do something incorrectly, like hopefully it's not catastrophically incorrect, right? It's just a mistake. Hey, then, then you realize, Hey, that thing doesn't work for me. Maybe it worked for someone if this particular Mm -hmm. thing doesn't work for me. And then you can pivot a little and you just have a better understanding of yourself and whatever that topic Mm -hmm. is. Um, And that can apply to anything. It can apply to your business, your home, your health, your, all the things really. Yeah. And I just, I giggle a little when you say as long as it's not catastrophic, because honestly, even if it is like, you will never forget that lesson. Like that's true. (laughs) It is going to be solid, but like, I am, a, and we can talk about this later, but I'm a firm believer that the only mistake you can make is not making a decision. So I agree. I completely agree. And I mean, and I've made some catastrophic ones, right? I mean, we all have done that. Um, One that pops to mind because it uh, happened recently to someone I know is when I was a teenager, I had an oil leak in my car and I knew it was there and I had had it worked on at the mechanic and, you know, I was checking the oil. Like I, my, my parents made me learn how to do certain things with my car uh, before I could get a driver's license. And one day I was driving to work. I was probably 16. I was driving to work and the car just stopped. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I called, you know, had to, I don't even know how I got home now that I'm thinking about it because there was no cell phones then. <laughs> like, how did I even get help? Oh my God. I have no idea. So I had to, because the car was not ru- like not running. Turns out there was zero oil in the car. The engine was frozen. And there I was, a 16-year-old that lived far away from work, but I had to work to be able to have the car, but I needed the car to be able to work, you know? Right. Yeah. So it was a really big conundrum. And I mean, to a teenager, that's catastrophe. A car is expensive. Um, Right. And long story short, I can tell you what, I have never, ever forgotten to check the oil in my car since that time. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I'm like, even though that felt huge at the time, and I wish that hadn't happened, I literally will never make that mistake again. And that is what I told this person whom that happened to recently in my life. Yeah. I said, you know what? This is awful, man, but you will never, ever (laughs) forget to check your oil again. Also, you will never, you will start listening to me because I told you to check it. 
I love it. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I, I was just thinking as you're telling that story, I actually had something happen within the year where I kind of got caught up in, honestly, the reason that I, you know, also was excited for this episode is because I earlier, even this year, invested in a program for my business and it promised, you know, all of the lights and whistles. And we, as a family of three, you know, I have a toddler, I convinced my husband to invest in it. And I was like, I'll, you know, make the money back tenfold and in, you know, three months or whatever the promise was. Yep. And three months came and three months went. And then another three months came and another three months went. And it as much as it, we had to, you know, figure it out for the investment that I made. And and it was a big, big mistake for, you know, I don't want to say mistake because I learned a lot, but it was something that I will definitely never do again in the future. Yeah. In yeah. terms of the information was very beneficial, but I made that purchase on the on the foundation of like almost like a get rich quick kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. realizing like I didn't that wasn't my intention when I purchased it, but it honestly like looking back, that kind of was my intention. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's like and what's so, under the surface, right? When you're starting exactly. out, I mean that that is reasonable. Yeah. Exactly. And so just like encouraging someone here, like you're not a failure. It's not your fault. And if you can, you know, regulate yourself in a, enough, you'll still get like I still have access to that program and I can still pull and choose from that whenever I want. Yep. I just wouldn't, you know, I learned a valuable lesson in that. And I just want to to encourage someone else to know that like people fall for it all the time. And the truth is you can't, you can't do this overnight. It's going to take, it's a process that you have to learn from. And that's what I'm learning in this season too. So. Yeah. And I think that that applies um, to business and home, right? I mean, cause like you're talking about a business program um, and I actually have done the same thing. I, within the last year, was going for a certification in a program that I didn't necessarily need. I knew mm-hmm. I didn't need it, but I wanted the to have the tag to make myself mm-hmm. feel valid in what I was already teaching clients, actually. Yeah. I was already <laughs> teaching them that thing. Um, and yeah, it just did not pan out the way that I thought. Um, the support wasn't there that was promised and so on. And um, so that I I also learned a lot because I have had to have that conversation with my husband. Like, (laughs) I know I said that this thing was going to go this way. Turns out it's going that way. And I've had to pivot. So, Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's like you said, I learned a lot in the program from the program itself, but I also learned a lot about humans and people and business, things I like, things I don't like. I mean, there you could just unpack for days. The stuff mm-hmm. I learned there, you know, yeah. and in that particular case, I made some lifelong friends in that particular yeah, place. Okay. So, you know, there, there are always, um, there's, I guess that's where I wanted to take this, uh, is there's always, even in the mistakes, the reason messy action is so pivotal is because mm-hmm. not only are you learning, but there's in, in multiple different ways, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a mm-hmm. rainbow at the end. There's always something that you can cling to and say, this experience wasn't a waste. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that I want to wish away. Yeah. I, I perhaps wish it had gone a little smoother or a little better or whatever. <laughs> you know, you can say that, I suppose. But even so, like, I learned something or I got something mm-hmm. or I met someone, you know? Yeah. And I also think too, and I want to solidify, like, we also have programs of our own. So like, yeah. we are not saying that they're bad things. It's just, I think we have both learned what we honestly do and don't want. 
for the experience of our clients, but also for the experience of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think that has just refined our programs in a way that it's going to really be more beneficial. So in the end, like Casey said, that light at the end of the tunnel is you do grow and you do end up, you know, honestly being more even on the path that you want to wanted to be on before. So. Yeah, exactly. And I actually, that I'm glad you brought that up because that was a point that I was thinking about and lost somewhere along the way there when I was sick, I got on a little roll. Um, <laughs> is, you know, is that like, that's one of the biggest things that I took away from that particular program that didn't go the way that I wanted was mm-hmm. how I want my clients in my program to feel is not mm-hmm. that way, the way that right. I felt in that program. So I know very clearly now, um, you know, the feeling that I want my clients to have. And so everything I do is geared towards that feeling because the answers aren't always perfect, but you can definitely help someone to feel supported. And if you feel supported as a client, you know, so if you're a business owner or if you're uh, just a listener who wants to, you know, learn more about this stuff, you're, everything is about the feeling and every relationship really, you know, if you really want to get in the weeds on that, um, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and you can, um, you can really curate a relationship when your focus is on how you how you feel and how the other person feels how you mm-hmm. your actions are creating their their feelings in a way right you know right. everybody you everybody comes at it from their own perspective but maybe that yeah. wasn't all clear but i that's something i took away from that program it makes a lot of sense yeah because in um something that i talk about a lot honestly in general is like Yes, I love how you said like I want how my how my clients to feel and how I want to feel, but even deeper than that, there's like needs that go behind it. Like the reason yeah. you have feelings is because you have needs. And so kind of like what we talked about on the episode a few, you know, a few episodes back of like being able to hear the other person's needs, you kind of did that and well, we both did that through this experience of like I had needs that weren't met. And so now I know that what I can and can't do to meet someone else's needs and make, like you said, make them feel the way that we, everyone wants to feel everyone's happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, that's what I think about a lot when I'm thinking about supporting my clients to get started, because oftentimes my clients are struggling to like get over that hump to start. Mm -hmm. So that's also why this episode is helpful. I think for, for most people really, but in, in, when I'm thinking about the people that I work with, they're, they're working moms, you know, they're mompreneurs, just like the, the women listening to this. And this sometimes the hardest part is taking that step, taking that first, like, where do I start? What do I do? Yeah. I don't know enough. All those things that you're getting in your head. And so you tend to try to learn more, learn more, learn more, and you're yeah. avoiding just taking the step. Right. And so yeah. that's often what I'm, what I'm helping people with um, is getting past that information overload and indecision and getting into. Mm-hmm just step, just take a step, you know, and, and as coaches, both you and I, our job is to reach out our hand and help to pull you forward. Like, right. do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you know, as the, as the client, as the, um, what, you know, the client in a coaching relationship, you know what you need to do for the most part, yeah. usually, yeah. um, I'm here to help refine it for you and help pull it out of you. But like at the end of the day, it's not rocket science, you know, it's, it's something that um, you just sometimes need an extra support an extra, a person to stand with you and say, you've got this, like, let's just do it together, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Cause actually the, as you were talking, that literally is like, so I have the three C's of 
of success in my program, which is clarity, confidence, and consistency. You have what you need to take. You just sometimes need to get clear. You need a little bit more confidence. That's the encouragement piece. And then you need to get consistent. And that is the accountability. So yeah, I I love that a lot. I love that. And so I think it also was, you literally said information overload. And that is literally like what I have in my next point, which is like how consuming too much information actually can cause dysfunction because it's like, you're getting so, so much input into, I always take it like as deep as possible into your nervous system. You are like, you know, trying to, I think what we often sometimes forget is that everything you watch, every person you talk to, everything, you know, everyone that touches you, any experience you've ever had is input that your brain ultimately and your nervous system is trying to organize in a way where it's like, okay, what honestly it's always geared towards survival right it's like what do i need to hold on to that's going to keep me safe and protect me and what do i need to get rid of and when you're consuming information you almost the brain always will go to this state of like safety right it's always going to try and protect you and so consuming this ends up sometimes shifting even the information you do want to keep into this state of like Ah, I just don't even know. So I'm just going to put it wherever because I don't even know what to do with this information. (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah, the more you take, the less you're able to like solidify a thought process because your brain honestly doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Your brain works as a filter, right? So like, I talk a lot about this as well. I I think it's, it's so great. That's one of the reasons why this, our partnership works really well is because we have such similar interests, but we kind of like take it a little bit in a different direction. and I talk a lot about that as well. Like your brain is made, yeah. its primary job is to keep you safe, as you said. And it, in order to do so, it has to filter out so much stuff. It has to filter out so much garbage in order to keep you on the right track. Mm-hmm. And when you just keep putting stuff in, it can get really overwhelmed, you know? When you were talking, Casey, I literally pictured like a jar and you just kept like throwing stuff in it until like everyone's crying. Yeah, there's just like no room. It just is a hot mess now. Everything's on the floor. (laughs) So yeah, exactly. I think like in the in the health space where I spend most of my time, um, my original mentor was he talks a lot about a rain barrel. And so it's like, you know, your rain barrel can fill in 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 this case, he's talking about toxins, but toxins also include emotional and thought process based toxins. And you can only, you're filling your, it's filling, it's filling drip by drip by drip. You don't even notice it until it overflows. And when it overflows, that can look like, you know, disease processes, or maybe it looks like overwhelming anxiety, or maybe it looks like panic attacks. Maybe it looks like you're just stressed the heck out and you don't know what's going on. Um, You know, it can, but that analogy works really well for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, and that, and that kind of goes to show why input and kind of like if, and and also I'm like going to make two points at the same time. Yeah. When you, one area of your life feel this, feels this way, it it's easy to understand why all of the areas of your life feel this way. Because if you're overloaded in your business and then your toddler, well, at least for me, my toddler is screaming on the ground. Like I have no more room. My body and, and nervous system are at capacity already yeah. in my business. And now I'm looking at my toddler and I'm like, what do I even do here? And then I still have to, make, <laughs> yeah. I still have to make dinner and my house isn't, you know, like, and it, yeah. you just lose all of your capacity. And so that's why I love, you know, honestly being a mom business owner, because when I do the work to, okay, 
I'm overstimulated. I'm overloaded with information. How can I purge this out and turn it into a creation? And then I get creative and then I start taking action. And then all of a sudden the bed that needs to be full or, you know, like made doesn't seem to feel like it's going to put me over the edge. Cause I'm like, well, I was just creative over here. How can I, you know, maybe I'll, you know, have my daughter help me put the pillows on it, you know, like, and then it yeah. becomes, a, it just like spirals, just like we can spiral out of control. You can spiral back into control with just like getting a handle on one area of your life. Yeah, totally. I think um, that's a really great point. And I think it just to like kind of circle it up and kind of wrap things into something that's actionable, right. Is like what we're talking about today is we've talked about it before. Um, progress over perfection, right? We're looking for, you're looking for the awareness first Mm -hmm. and foremost, because the awareness is what is going to bring you to a place where you have some idea that something even needs to be done in the first place. Right. (laughs) And then then it's action, you know, so you've got awareness and then you've got this action and it's going to be messy action. It's going to be a little bit of something. And the, and oftentimes it's that, you just need to get over that inertia. You just need to begin the mm-hmm. movement and then the movement becomes easier. Yeah. Um, you know, like you were saying, like once you kind of take a few things away and you're able to create some space, your brain can get creative in solutions and it just makes it that much easier, you know? Um, yeah. Because as you said before, there's <laughs> the only bad decision is no decision, right? That's what you said, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And, and, and that's the truth, right? You just have to go. You just have to do something. You have to make a choice. Um, and if it's the wrong one, well, cool. Now, you know, one more thing that doesn't work, you know? Exactly. And, yeah. and honestly, on the same note, you know what thing that does work? Oftentimes you're like, well, yeah. that didn't work. I only had two options to start with. So let's, you know, jump ship and head over there. <laughs> Go so, back to option B. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And, and that's something I also want to say. I used to say progress over perfection all the time. Um, and I realized that progress is perfection. Like, yeah. like we said before, there if you are making progress, you are actually doing perfect work because the only time <laughs> that you're not making progress is when you're not doing anything. So, yeah, that's a really great point. I love, I love that. And I just think as I think I've quoted my husband before, you know, he likes to say prioritize <laughs> and execute Casey. Yep. I'm just like, I am not in the military, but okay. <laughs> That's helpful though. I love it. <laughs> Everything with him is about some military history or like some, that's just the way his brain works. So I have to take his like harsh words and make them work for me. But <laughs> I do, I do. If he ever listens to this podcast, and he finds out I'm quoting him on it. He'll, I'll never live it down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're like, um, I actually did learn a thing or two from you. Thanks, sir. <laughs> we act, I will say, and that is something, you know, that I, I wanted to talk about today and I didn't really bring up, but finding an accountability partner can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. And in this case, my husband in some ways is my like learning partner. We grow mm-hmm. and learn a lot together. Um, but we are incredibly different. So we find ways where like the things that we're into and the things that we're learning intersect. Um, And sometimes it takes a really long time to find that intersection, but I would encourage (laughs) you to keep trying, you know, because it's like, for instance, things that I've been saying to him for 10 years, he's finally found a mentor in his life that's actually Mm. saying the same things. And now he's hearing them. So it's, you know, and I'm sure I've got the same thing that I'm ignoring something he said or whatever, but um, (laughs) (laughs) you know how that goes. Um, But I, so I think looking for the learning everywhere, but also continuing to take action is really what we wanted to get across today. There you have it. I hope this episode helps you take the action. It doesn't have to be edited to perfection or curated into oblivion. 
just hit post, just send that email, just do the dang thing. You've got this. And at the end of the day, the only bad decision is no decision. Awesome. And just before we wrap up and go, we wanted to talk about the question of the day today. And I thought this one was fun and I can't wait to answer it. (laughs) So (laughs) which gets you into more trouble? A, your curiosity, B, your impatience, or C, your sense of humor? Listen, Casey, I have like stared at this for 10 minutes and I'm going to have to put D. Okay. Oh, what is it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was like, on it, I, on all of it, I, depending on the day, it's all of it. (laughs) I feel like for me, I'm like a combination of B and C. So I'm incredibly impatient because I am a fast thinker and I am a very quick action taker. And in my household, we have two of us like that and two of us that are like overthinker, like mm. manage everything to a T type people. <laughs> so there's a lot of that conflict happening. But I also, I like to curse a lot and I like to like make jokes and make poke fun. And it gets in like my kids are teenagers now and they don't really like to be made fun of. So mm. it goes, it goes downhill real sure. fast. It's like funny <laughs> until it's not. <laughs> And I'm like, you no, that, you guys, like, it's so funny. <laughs> That's a, I understand exactly. Like everyone's in the room laughing and then you say yeah. one thing and then it just gets quiet and you're like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I went over the edge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. And we will see you next week on the Thriving Mompreneurs. Well, mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.